0: We're reading from Shrimad Bhagavatam, Canto 1, Chapter 18, Verse 46, Pariksha Cursed by a Brahmana Boy. <speaking in Hebrew> Dharma-palo-naravati Dharma
1: palo <speaking in Hebrew>
0: satu sam ra satu,
1: satu
0: saksham Raja Shir raja Shutri Shamayutodino, Shutri Shamayutodino, Naivas <laughs> Macha Pamarapati, Naivas Macha Pamarapati, Nadma Pala
1: Nadapati, Pala The Lord. First fast the body of the Lord.
0: Raja Rishi Raja Rishi Saint amongst the royal orders. Saint
1: amongst
0: the royal order. Hayavitaya. Great performer of horse sacrifices. Great performer of horse sacrifices.
1: Shoot. Shoot. Hunger. Hunger. Treat.
0: Thirst, Shamayuta, Shamayuta, Tired and Fatigued, and fatigued. Dina, Dina. Stricken, Na. Na Never, Never. Eva, Thus, Sus,
1: Sasamat,
0: by us, Shapam, Shapam, Curse, Curse, Arhati. Arhati. Deserves. deserves, Translation by Shiva Prabhupada. The Emperor Parikshit is a pious king. He's highly celebrated and is a first class devotee of the personality of Godhead. He is a saint amongst royalty and he has performed many horse sacrifices. When such a king is tired and fatigued, being stricken with hunger and thirst, he does not at all deserve to be cursed. Purport. After explaining the general codes relating to the royal position and asserting the king can do no wrong, therefore is never to be condemned, the sage Shamik wanted to say something about Emperor Pariksit specifically. The specific qualification of Maharaj Pariksit is summarized herein. The king, even calculated as a king only, was most celebrated as a ruler who administered religious principles of the royal order. In the Shastras, the duties of all castes and orders of society are prescribed. All the qualities of a Kshatriya mentioned in Bhagavad Gita 1843 were present in the person of the emperor. He was also a great devotee of the Lord and a self realized soul. Cursing such a king when he was tired and fatigued with hunger and thirst was not at all proper. Shamika Rishi thus admitted from all sides that Mahājprīgṣit was cursed most unjustly. Although the brahmanas were aloof from the incident, still for the childish action of a brahmana boy, the whole world situation was changed. Thus, Rishi Shamika, a brahmana, took responsibility for all deterioration of the good orders of the world. Gum parotiva chalam, pangolam, and kay, yakipantam, one day she grew to the time. Bama Gana, Timirandasia, Ganan, Shadash, Shakshir, many dumb, yay, not a So, such a misfortune for the world. Uh, well, first of all, he's praising Maharaj prediction that he's qualified, he doesn't deserve the death penalty for putting a snake around the head of the rishi. He doesn't, this is undeserved. He, what are his qualifications? He's a great king, he's pious, he's Dharmapalo, he's protector of dharma. I mean, how fortunate are they to have such a king, protector of dharma. And he's very highly Shava highly celebrated, he's famous. But the most important thing is, he's even beyond the Varnashama system. These are all the qualifications, as it says in the Purpur, first he talked about his Varnasham qualifications as a kshatriya. Then he said, but beyond that, he's a self-realized soul, he's a Mahabhagwat. Mahabhagavat does not deserve to be cursed. Um, with any kind of curse, and and then what happened here? How did the world? Here it says uh, the whole world situation was changed. What does that mean? The whole world situation was changed. It means Kali entered. Before before this, Kali could not enter. He, he was there where gold was hoarded, but he could. There was no uh, prostitutional no slaughterhouses, nothing like that. He couldn't go there. Now Kali got his chance. He entered in the caste brahmana system. As soon as they, this, I mean, this when they started according to birth, according uh, and started putting down the lower castes. So this is what's happening. The brahmanas are putting down the lower castes. And this, is, this is admitted by the father Shamik Rishi. Yes, this is our fault. It is our fault that. This Mahabhagavad is cursed. It's our fault that Kali has entered this world situation now. So, when you see in India now this caste, um, caste Brahman, when they put the other ones down, that, that's Kali entering. Kali has entered the varnashram system. The varnashram system is a system of respect. You can see how, how respectful is Shamika Rishi. To Parikshima He's saying how wonderful he is. He's glorifying him. If you read later on in, in what well, no, canto are we and we're in? First canto, yes. If you read later on in the fourth canto, there's a conversation between Saibhukmanu and uh, Rishi, I forgot his name now, Kardama, Kardama, Rishi. And they're glorifying each other like anything. And uh, the brahmanas are glorifying the kshatriyas, the kshatriyas are glorifying the brahmanas. So, there are different types of varnasam dharma, here it's mentioned in this purport about the, the duties of the caste and order of society. Um, and there's daiva-varnasham, which Sri Prabhupada wanted to establish. And the goal of that is to please the Supreme Lord. Uh, Sangsiir Hari Toshanam is described in the first canto, uh, second chapter. The purpose of anasham is to please Krishna. And it's not to get a position. And the basis of one's qualities in dharma anasham—character, qualities, training, work—these are how you determine what uh, level you're at, which caste you belong to, and and. Uh, the highest position is the self-realized soul. So he was on the highest position of dharma Varnasham actually, because he was a Mahabharata, self-realized soul. And who can achieve the highest position? All the Varnas. Even if you're a Siddhartha you of course, even the Malaccas Prabhupada is raising, they're not even in the Varnasam. But he he's giving the Malachas a chance to go to the highest position of self-realization. So the mistake of, of India, the, the Brahmanas in India, is that they wanted to keep the lower classes down. You stay down, you don't, you can't come up, you can't come in the temple, uh, you can't worship the deity. So they were keeping them down, uh, the caste Brahmanas, that is, not the real Brahmanas, not the real devotees. The real, the ones who were Mahabhagwats, the self-realized souls, were accepting. Lord Chaitanya showed that, he accepted a Muslim. As Namacharya. So um, the materialistic Varnasam is according to your parentage, who, where you're born. The highest position is the Brahmanas, it's not the uh, Mahabhagavats. The Brahmanas, uh, so this is what's happening here, we are higher. He didn't realize that um uh, Maharaj was even higher than his father, who was a Mahabhagavat and a self realized soul. And the class, the main activities is to do good karma. This is in the, in the actual Demanya, materialistic Varnasha. You, you do good karma and you advance. This is the best thing to do. The highest position is the Brahmanas, and the ones who can be in the highest position, only the Brahmanas. The shudras cannot go. They remain. Next, you take your next birth in a Brahmin family. When we went to India, they were, we told, they were telling us, yes, next life, you're doing such a nice puja. Next life, you can be born in Brahmin family. So we told Prabhupada that. And Prabhupada said, You tell them, you're doing such a nice puja. Next life, you'll be born in iskon <laughs> in the devotee family. So we didn't tell them. But, uh, it was, uh, we see, we look at the third generation. I think I heard this little Makunda is leading. The book distribution party <laughs> um, for the, the ladies, and they told me he, he goes to the people and he says I like this Krishna book so much, and he shows them the pictures, <laughs> and they get they get a, they get a, a chapter, this little little boy. So yes, this is the actual Varnashram. I mean, it's a, it's a culture of respect. Kritu Maharaj, he he was uh, example. He was teaching. He was training his citizens to um, follow the Varnasham system, but to please at the same time, he said, you should think of the Lord and try to please him. You follow your duties and you think of the Lord. And, uh, And he said also, you should do your Varnasham duties to help me, the king, after my death, because the king is responsible and he will get the karma. So, why should they, who cares about the king in America? Everybody is against the the president. Um, Nobody likes the leaders, mostly, of the country. The people are disturbed. So, like just now in India, some people are disturbed. (laughs) And that's why I almost missed my flight yesterday. Um, But, uh, yeah, they're disturbed. So this, why did he say, do it for me? Because they loved the king. Everybody loved the king so much, they would do anything for him. He was, he was on the level, he was a self-realized soul, he was a Mahabhava. So, um, Prabhupada, we did everything for Prabhupada, because he was, we loved him. And he sacrificed everything for us, so we sacrifice everything for him. Mm-hmm. So we're lucky. We also have a Mahabhatt who is leading us in this movement. So Prabhupada explains um, four principles: Dharma, Artha, kama, and Moksha. And for Vaishyas and Grihastas, um, Artha is most important for the. For the kings it's dharma, for the grihastas it's artha, money, for the shujas it's kama, gratification. and for the brahmanas it's moksha. So these different orders of life had to follow these different, the goal was different for different orders of life, so you see when you get somebody Who is the leader of the country who is a shooter, then sense gratification will be the goal. When I was young, there was a president who was running for president in America and he says, if you elect me president, I will make sure there's two cars in every garage and a chicken in every pot. So that was (laughs) the election promise, sense gratification. If you get a a uh, vaisha in charge of the country, you're going to get economic development. as yes, we must be the most developed in the world economically. If you get a, a shudra, then dharma will be the goal. Religious activities, sacrifices. If you get a brahmana, then moksha will be the goal. If you get a devotee in charge of the government, now there's one devotee running for president in America, uh, Tulsi. Then you have self-realization over the goal, Krishna consciousness. So uh, this is uh, these are the different varnas and different ashramas. They purify uh, acts of sacrifice. Actually, all four ashramas must engage in charity. Yagya-dhāna-tapa-karma-na-tyanjang-karyame-vatat karyame yagya dhana Tapas pavanani manishina bhagavad gita 18.5. Acts of sacrifice, charity, and penance are not to be given up, they must be performed. Indeed, sacrifice, charity, and penance purify even the great souls." So, brahmanas, their charity is knowledge, uh, and they teach puja, they teach about the scriptures, and they teach how to do sacrifice. And kshatriyas and grihastas. all well, the kshatriyas would give land to the righteous. The Vaishas are supposed to support the brahmacharis, avana-prastas, and sannyasis, the grihastas and Vaishas. They have to maintain the other three orders and the shudras have to give labor. So but nowadays uh, in this society we have Ugar karma, we don't have good karma, we don't have proper karma. And this Ugar karma is the cause of agitation in the human mind. And one purport, Prabhupada, says that factory is another name for help. So, one devotee, yeah, I, you, you see these things online, terrible, terrible how they treat the people in the factory. One of my godbrothers, Bachari in the UK, now he's left his body. He was telling Prabhupada, you know, I almost had a nervous breakdown. They put me on the night shift. I thought it was a promotion, but it was so bad, and I almost had a nervous breakdown. So Prabhupada said yes, that's because in your last life you were all Brahmanas. And now we're back together again in this life. So, same with you. Last life you were Brahmanas and now you're here to push on Lord Chaitanya's movement. And so uh, Prabhupada wanted this Daivaranasham. Um, and in the Daiva Ranasham, the different varnas and ashamas were interdependent. So this uh, king, I told you here, actually, I have the verse here. I didn't realize I had it. Preetu Maharaj, my dear citizens, for the welfare of your king after his death, you should execute your duties properly in terms of Varda and Ashram and should always think of the Supreme Personality of Godhead within your hearts. By doing so, you'll protect your own interests and you'll bestow mercy upon your king for his welfare after death. So that was Varnasham. That was. Robert Varnasham. he was teaching but he was teaching how to use Varnasham to it progress and progress in spiritual life, how to please Krishna with your occupation, occupation of duties. And so this is uh, Robert said, a government a responsible government must teach Krishna consciousness very vigorously for the benefit of all. So they're not doing that now. It's very important. So the citizens, they depend for protection and instruction on the king. He instructed them to think of Krishna and do your Vranasana, not just Vranasana without Krishna. You have to, the two go together uh, if you want to make progress in spiritual life. Yeah, so the goal is to please Krishna and that's the difference between the Asuric Vranasana. Uh, there is a connection to Krishna. And the other varnasham, they're not connected to Krishna. In the Asuric or Jamaniac Varnasam. So, in Varnasam, at the beginning of creation, they had the head was the Brahmanas, the Shatis are the arms, the Vaishas, are the belly, the Shudras, the legs. And the arms depend upon the eyes to see. But uh, the head depends upon the stomach to think. You have to have your food, or otherwise, your brain doesn't work. So the, Bra- the brahmanas give vision. With eyes we can see, if someone attacks us and we're blind, then how can we protect ourselves? And the legs, how will the legs see where to go without vision? So the brahmanas guide society where to go. Back to God here. Um, so then the king, the duties of the king here is talk. He protects the citizens from danger. And also he gives employment in the varnasha. He makes sure everybody has a job we see in America there's a lot of unemployment. Over 50 million people don't have money for food in America, in USA. They're living on food stamps. And so this is a problem. And Prabhupada told uh, Rameshwar that the USA will go down because the people will not have employment. That's when the country will go down. And so if the Kshatriya, now the Kshatriya has to it, now we see, the, I just saw recently on the Facebook, the breakdown of the salaries of the, of the people in the government, $450,000 for, for the president, Two hundred fifty, dollars and this is for life, even when you're not president, not just for the four years or eight years, for whole life you get this money. And then, and you know, they're, pro- they're having a problem with not enough money to spend in the government. Uh, and they're making cuts in social security and and the and the other people in in the senate in the house of parliament they get $250,000 for life and how much do the soldiers get 38,000 just while they're in the army for a year and and how much do you get on social security averages 12,000 dollars a year and they want to cut the social security <laughs> and they want to cut they're getting $1,000 a month which is not enough to live in America, really. And so this is, this is nowadays, this is, this is a demonic government taxing the people. When Yudhishthira was king, then um, everybody was, not even, not only the citizens were cooperating, it's described here, the rivers, the oceans, the hills, the mountains, the forests, the creepers, and active drugs, in every season paid their tax quota to the king in profusion. So that means, you know, there were crops were there, tree, fruit trees were there. You, you you didn't have to worry about getting your food, and uh, the, all the herbs were there to cure if you got disease. But there probably was no disease because he was a pious king. Uh, that the king is even responsible if your child dies before you, as we see in Dorica the pastime. time. You know, you're, you should not get sick. You should not be too hot or too cold. That is the duty of the king. That's also the king's duties, and so when Yudasiram was here, that was like that. And not only, and, and, the, and the earth was so happy that she was giving everything to the king also. Rivers, oceans, they were pleased, they were giving their respective quotas of taxes to the kings. So um, the river has to supply water, now of course the demonic uh, people, they have polluted the rivers, so. Very difficult to get proper drinking water. You have to pay for it. I mean, I, when I was a child, you didn't have to. We didn't couldn't buy water. You know, we didn't need to. We need to buy water. And now even I hear they're selling air, like oxygen, in some places. There's not even air you can breathe. Everything is so polluted. The water, the air. Um, so, but nature can be controlled. They want to control nature. Uh, and you do this by being Krishna conscious because we have the universal form of the Lord when all the parts of the universal form are cooperating, then then there is no disease in the body of the universal form. Now there's a problem. There's so much, again, demoniac kings on the earth. So now these Varnas, all the Varnas had service to Krishna and they would all appreciate each other, all of the Varnas. The Bra- they each had titles. The Brahmana was called Pandit, Maharaj, Panditji, Shatirya was called Thakurji, and the Merchant, Seschi, the Vaishya, and the Shuddha had Chodhuri. So Chodhuri means leader. And the Shuddha was called leader. Now this was in the Varnasham culture that was still left. So this was, uh, it was a culture of respect. Dashas, and they used to greet each other. Like um, one time, Vishwamitra went to visit King Dasharath, Ram's father. And how did he receive Vishwamitra? He said, Ahishtam Yattapunar jayaya, How are you doing in your endeavor to conquer the repetition of birth and death? That's how he greeted him. How are you doing in your path to moksha? So that's how you would greet a Brahmana. Um, So, the Brahmanas, Prabhupada described in one lecture uh, in Mauritius, that the Brahmana doesn't go to construct a big house. He just constructs his character. And the Kshatriyas and Vaishyas, they say, Oh, come, come here. I will give you a house. I will give you something. So, if you cannot be a Brahman, be a Kshatriya, Prabhupada said. You can't be a Kshatriya, be a Vaishya. Otherwise, be a Shuja. But, there should be an ideal class of Brahmins. So that was Prabhupada was trying to create the Brahmins in the Western countries. And so um, how to greet? Like Kshatriya. So the sage Angira went to meet um, uh, Chichaketu. How did he greet him? This is 6 Canto 14, chapter verse 17. He said, My king, I hope your body and mind and your royal associates in paraphernalia are well Hope you're, hope you're in good health, and your mind also is, is peaceful, and your associates are okay, and your paraphernalia, because that's the king, he has to think about all these things. I, uh, so a king is protected by seven elements, That verse says, his instructor, guru, his ministers, his kingdom, his fort, his treasury, his royal order, and his friends. So how is your defense? How is your treasury, you have enough money? Because Shichuketu was depressed, he was in a huge depression. Why? Because he didn't have a son, they gave him a son which which died uh, after a year or so, again depression. But then they came to preach to him and he realized yes, and the child came and preached to him. The child came back to life (coughs) and he became a pure devotee. So the vaishas, how do you greet the vaisha? How's business? <laughs> but in um, Bhagavatam, there is an example, Krishna book, chapter 5. Vasudeva met Nanda. Nanda came to Mathura. So Vasudeva, tell me about the welfare of Vrindavan. You have so many animals. Are they happy? So cow protection. How are, your, are your cows happy? Are they getting sufficient grass and water? Please let me know where the place we are now living is undisturbed and peaceful." Because that was the duty of the Kshatriyas, to protect the Vaishyas against attacks. So Vasudeva Kshatriya, Nanda was a, a Vaishya, and here was the first thing he asked was about the cows. Cows are the most important thing. How's your cows? So how to read a how to a how are you? <laughs> <laughs> because the body is everything, the um, body and the mind is a little bit advanced, Shiva. Now we're more advanced. And the mind is the problem. <laughs> the mind is giving so much problem. So there was mutual respect. One of our devotees, Prabhupada, called Panditji, is Praduna. He was a Sanskrit scholar. Uh, he became a Sanskrit scholar after he joined, not before. And so um, he would come to um, consult with Siddha Prabhupada about the translation work on Srimad Bhagavatam. So when Siddha Kirti was telling, he would come in the room, Prabhupada would ask him, where is Panditji? Where is Panditji? And um, so this was, he called him, after several months, then his uh was not always coming. He was you know doing he was reading so many books, he was into books. And Prabhupada would call Shudakirti and say, where's Banditji? Because <laughs> Pandit and Bandit are the same. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so Prabhupada was also how to greet a devotee, how's your japa? <laughs> how's your, how's your, how many books did you distribute today? <laughs> So, Prithu, he was depending on his citizens. Prabhupada was depending on his disciples. He wrote in in Bhagavatam Purpur, 4th canto, 12th chapter, verse 33, the Krishna consciousness movement is spreading now all over the world. And sometimes I think, even though I am crippled in many ways, if one of my disciples becomes as strong as Jiva Maharaj, then he will be able to carry me with him to Vaikunthaloka. So this was the mentality of the Mahabhagva. He thinks everyone's a devotee except me. Um, but it's not like you know the caste brahmanas, we are everything, we are the best. So this is this is not the proper consciousness of Arnasha. And this we see today. Daiva at So uh, you see, another thing happened in, in India, uh, you see so many people wearing a Brahmin thread, but they're not doing the duties of the Brahmin. And uh, I had, when I used to live in Goa, I was driving a moped. And I, when I went to get it serviced, the person who had serviced my moped had a Brahmin thread on and people were calling him Pandaji. He was covered with grease from head to toe. Uh, pandaji can you service my moped? <laughs> um, I think he would take a bath and do some puja at 12 o'clock and then come back, but I don't know. But really, it, that's, you know, that's how it was. Um, so the result is injustice, exploitation, suffering, materialistic varnasha. And there's a verse in Bhagavatam to Maharaj. No, this is maybe after 425-24. says any king who does not teach his citizens about their respective duties in terms of iron Asham, who simply exacts tolls and taxes from them is liable to suffer for the impious activities which have been performed by the citizens. By such in addition to such degradation, the king loses his own fortune. So who knows what's going to happen to our present presidents? <laughs> uh, where, what will happen to them? Because they get the karma of the citizens too. Besides their own karma, they get one sixth. I heard one sixth of the karma. And so Brahma. Now the ashrams also have duties. We have four ashrams, and the duties are given in Bhagavatam 3:12:41. At the beginning of creation, Brahma created four ashrams to uphold the four pillars of religion. So here in third canto it says education, charity, penance, and truth are the four legs of religion. And they correspond to brahmachari, grihas, vanaprastha, and sannyas. So brahmachari life is meant for education. Now in the first canto also it's described, but there it's instead of education, uh, the Sanskrit word is uh, uh, shocha, cleanliness. So here we have two duties for the brahmacharis, cleanliness and education. Then for the rihastas, again, there's two different words, daya in the first canto, which means mercy, and dana in third canto, which means charity. So the kajastas are supposed to uphold the pillar of mercy, the pillar of charity. They should su- support the other three ashrams. Vanaprastha is tapasya in both, and sannyas is satyam in both, uh, first and third canto. So truthfulness, tapasya austerity for vanaprasthas and truthfulness for sannyasis. So. How to know where you belong? Study Bhagavad Gita and see. It describes in the 18th chapter. But in, in the 9th chapter, it says anybody can be a devotee. Doesn't matter even if you're a vaisya, a woman, a Shudra. Krishna says you can attain the highest position and go back to Godhead if you surrender to me. So there's hope for everyone. Uh, everyone can become a devotee. So, but even in previous times, there was not this, this Asuric Varnasha. There's a story, Gautam Muni, one, uh, he was approached by Sanyakama Jabala. And he was a prostitute's son. His, his guru said, Who's your father? Because you have to know your caste. Only I will only instruct Brahmanas. So he said, I don't know who's my father. He said, well, Go ask your mother. He went and asked his mother, she said, I don't know who's your father. I had so many men. So he went back and he told Gota, I don't know. My mother said, she doesn't know. He said, you're a Brahman. <laughs> you're telling the truth. Nobody wants to say that he doesn't know who his father is. You're telling the truth. And so you're a Brahman. Unless you're the son of a Brahman, you can't speak such a truth. So one, uh, our my godbrother in Bombay, uh, he, was, he was in jail in Bombay and he got him back to Godhead and he saw a picture of Prabhupada with his watch and he said, I got to steal that watch. And so he got out of jail, went to the temple, I have to meet your guru. And So they said, he's not here right now, he's in another place, okay, where, show me, where. tell me where to go. And so he went there. And the same thing happened to him as happened to Dhruva Maharaj. He met Prabhupada and he said, Oh, you are a saintly person. I must serve you. Prabhupada, you want my watch? (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) So this devotee, Prabhupada said, I want to send you to the West. This was in the 70s and that was the dream of everybody in India in the 70s to go to the West. But he couldn't get a passport because he didn't know who his father was. Robert said, why aren't you going? I, said, I can't, I, I don't know my father. You're supposed to put father's name. He said, show me your passport. And he wrote, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami. <laughs> it's unfortunate devotee. <to> <laughs> yeah, and he went to America. He became very rich. He owns a couple of apartments. He's in charge of ITV in um, India. And so and this is the mercy of the pure devotee. He takes care of everyone. So in, in Prabhupada, he, he was not successful in India before. And nobody would listen to him. So he went to USA. Because India, they say, we know. We already know. What are you telling us? In the West, we were a clean slate. In India, they say, why Krishna? And we say, why not? <laughs> oh yeah, Krishna's cool. He's got long hair. He's, <laughs> He's got a lot of girlfriends. <laughs> He dances and he plays. He's a musician too. It's like really attractive to the hippies. Uh, so he's yeah, Krishna's cool. He's really good. Um, and so he, Prabhupada, and Prabhupada, was. So his his uh, strategy was to bring the Americans to the West. And when the Indians saw the Americans, they said, "Oh, Bob, what are we? You know, why? They're following our culture that we're throwing away." We want their culture. They want our culture. Yeah. So anyway, then they, then devotees started coming once we got the opulent temples, and more more people started joining. In India, before in Bombay when we were living in huts, no nobody, no Indians, and after we got the opulent temple, oh, and so many people joined. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and so uh, this is this is problem. Even when Lord Chaitanya was here, the brahmana's complained against Lord Chaitanya. He's, according to Hindu scripture, God's name is the most powerful. If everyone hears the chanting, the potency will be lost. This is Chaitanya Satyamata. If the shudras chant Hare Krishna, that will ruin the mantra. That's what they said. The Prophet said, mm. but Lord Chaitanya says, Kirtanayasadahari, we should always chant. Uh, 24 hours a day, but the Pashandis, Province had taken birth in Brahmana families, think instead of delivering the fallen souls, the holy name becomes impotent when chanted by the lower class. So, this was it's not only a problem now, it's a problem since Lord Chaitanya. Um, so, to vanquish the false pride of so called renunciates and learned scholars, Lord Chaitanya spread re- religious principles even through Shudra, that is, uh, Ramananda Roy. He was a shudra, he was a grihasta, and Lord Chaitanya took instruction from him. He was a sannyasi, He a brahmana, he took instruction from the shudra-grihasta. He sent another brahmana, Pradumna Misha, to take instruction from Ramananda Rai. And the glories of the holy name, Haridasa Thakur in the Muslim family. So, um, we should follow Lord Chaitanya. We should chant Hari Krishna. That's our instruction. And if we chant Hare Krishna, it, it dissolves the subtle body. So this was again. There's a verse in fifth canto, first chapter, verse 35. The devotee who has taken shelter of the dust of the Lord's feet of the Lord can transcend the influence of the six material whips, hunger, thirst, limitation, illusion, old age, and death. And he can conquer the mind and senses. However, this is not very wonderful for a pure devotee of the Lord because even a person beyond the jurisdiction of the forecast, that's us, not you, but me, um, beyond the forecast, an untouchable is immediately relieved of bondage if he utters the holy name even once. Can you imagine? So, again, so Prabhupada in the Purva, he says, these caste brahmanas argue unless you change your body, you can't be accepted as a brahmana. Because this present body is attained as a result of past karma, past actions. So if you acted as a Brahmin in the past, you'll get a Brahmin body in this life. So they say, without such a Brahminical body, you can't be accepted as a Brahmin. But here it says, even a Chandala, fifth class untouchable, is freed if he chants the holy name even once. You're freed of your karma, karma's finished. So, how is, how is your karma finished? Prophet says in the purport: if you're initiated by pure devotion into chanting the holy name of the Lord, your body changes as you follow instructions of the spiritual master. You can't see how your body has changed, but we should accept that you change your body. This is what Shastra says. When you chant, you're changing your body. You already changed your body. They want you to change your body, we're changing. We got that qualification. So this changes our subtle body when we chant. And so we've got the subtle body of a Brahman when you chant Hare Krishna. That's so beyond not even the Brahman of a Vaishnava, which is above the Brahmins. So Prabhupada in LA told Shri Kirti, if if it were not for the chanting of Mahamantra, you boys and girls could not do anything. In the West you use so many drugs, you cannot accomplish anything is that we were hopeless cases, uh, chanting Hare Krishna has enabled you to get all these temples and devotees, simply Krishna's mercy and the chanting. And so the hand is important, the head is important, the cook is important, the the book distributor, every, everybody has something to give uh, for Krishna's pleasure. And so there is a verse again in 10th Canto, 14th chapter, we may count the snowflakes, the atoms of the earth, the molecules of sunshine, but you cannot count the qualities of Krishna. And Krishna has a special quality to attract each and every one of us, just for us. Isn't that nice? So we just have to find out what is our service for Krishna. We each have a unique service that only we can give Krishna. And Krishna has a unique quality that only attracts us to him. And so in New York, in many lectures, in, in, but this in 1966 in New York, you know, he was in 26th Avenue. Who was his audience? Some hippies. Some, and they, you know, they came for initiation with blue jeans. The ladies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't, <laughs> they, you know, they didn't even know what was initiation. He told them after about the four negative principles. Uh, after initiation, somebody was asking you, what about these four principles? He said, I'm so relieved you're finally asking me about that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so here's what he's saying to these hippies. You must become guru. They're, you know, Lord Chaitanya says nobody is responsible for his birth. His responsibility is to advance in Krishna consciousness. If we want to enter the kingdom of God, there is no impediment, or to be Krishna conscious. It doesn't depend on any material condition. It is open for everyone. So the chance is given you can become a Brahmana. you can become a great devotee of Lord Krishna, you can become a spiritual master of the whole world. That's Prabhupada's mercy. He empowered us to be guru. He empowered us to preach. And so this is the highest charity we can give to the world. So we'll stop here if you have any questions. Yes? Mataji, I'm just wondering about that concept you're explaining about Prajumna with Pandaji and Bandaji. Bandaji, yeah. So that is like reading too many books. So then what is the perfect amount of books? Should you
1: focus exclusively on Bhagavad Gita or...?
0: Well, he was reading books outside of Krishna consciousness. You know, Sanskrit books. It wasn't just, you know, he was reading so many books, you know, this Upanishad, uh, that Upanishad, uh, uh, whatever, Fancy he probably even announced his sutra, Yeah, so you, it, it's better, well, you shouldn't read any books, you should read Prabhupada's books all, all of his books three times before you read any other books. I read ten times. <laughs> before I started to read any other books. There weren't any other books, so I I had no option to <laughs> uh, Even there weren't Prabhupada's books in India. I was begging. Whenever anybody would come for a festival, I would see if they had a book, I would beg the book, and I got the full set of Bhagavatam and CC that way, because <laughs> there were no books. We didn't even have Prabhupada's books in India, but um, there were no, What you have today, you have so many other books, but we didn't have any. <laughs> Only Brahma Samhita, written by Bhakti Siddhanta, we had Brahma Samhita. That's the only other book that wasn't written by Prabhupada. We had nothing else. And I think maybe Suva Damodar wrote Scientific Basis of Krishna Consciousness. That one, maybe Satsarup wrote something, a Maharaj, and Suva Damodar wrote something, and that was it. I think one, two books. We read those books. These other Rasika books, hmm? wait. <laughs> first read Prabhupada's books, then you understand if they're saying something off or not. Because they can they can be. Can be. Or if you're not qualified to read those books. Brahma Samhita is okay. That was when Prabhupada was here. You can read that one, if you can understand it. Prabhupada said he wrote for him. <laughs> not for him. Any other
1: questions? Yes? Yeah, that was this fifth canto verse. Right. I just wanted to ask, why is it expressed that way? Like, oh, why the dust? Like, you could just say, take shelter of the Lord.
0: Why? Yeah, the because the dust is the devotees. And unless we take shelter of the devotees, we can't make any advancement. The dust means devotees of the Lord. They're the dust. Prabhupada has explained that in some places. Dust of the lotus feet. The devotees are the dust. So if you offend the lotus feet, you offend the devotees. If you offend the devotees, you offend Krishna's lotus feet. Yeah. Uh-huh. He says, um, can we say that we should read Pahabatam books? We should read Pahabatam books. Yeah, so like Pahabatam,
1: Bhagavad Gita, Chaitan, and Chaitan. Yeah, 70 small books. And we don't have that much time, and life is not that long. So it's just one thing that... So you we don't, we don't have time, there's
0: so many books.
1: Yeah, so what to prioritize reading Pahabatam, or just finish reading small Pahabatam books?
0: No, you can read the big ones, it's okay. The small books are taken from the big ones, they're taken mostly from Bhagavad Gita. So if you read Bhagavad Gita, that will cover all the small books. And some of the small books are lectures, but mostly it's from Bhagavad Gita. Uh, So you read Gita, you read Bhagavatam, that will cover for sure the small books, don't worry.
1: Well, it's good to read Bhagavad Gita
0: if you're not clear on it. You should read it. One verse a day? Two years? I actually read, but I really don't understand. Yeah. I just keep reading. Yeah, you read again. Yeah, read Bhagavatam after Gita. That's an explanation of Bhagavad Gita. (laughs) But how do we know that
1: we have to read Bhagavatam when we are. You
0: yeah, just then you have to chant more.
1: <laughs>
0: chanting will clear your brain and help you to understand Bhagavatam. Without the chanting, it's difficult to understand anything. And you had another question? Yeah,
1: um, can you say something more when you say when you chant Hare oh, Krishna, the body, lost, the body is lost. That's what Prabhupada
0: said here. Um, um, we are when we chant our subtle body is is our karma and the gross body is the manifestation of our karma so in our subtle body is not only the karma that's being manifest there is karma that's yet to come seeds so when we chant the seeds are burned so that karma won't come so we should, our karma should be, we should be born in a Malacha family or born so, you know, like that. Um, but that seed won't fructify because you're chanting. You won't get that the body you should have gotten by all those seeds of desires. The seeds, every desire gives you a body. So when we chant, we fry the desires. It's like chickpeas. Um, if you. Um, Burn them. If you fry them, then they will not grow. If you fry them, but if you if you don't fry them, you just put them in the ground, and you are going to get. And so we're frying our karma by chanting, Hare Krishna. That's because the only karma you see now, this is prarabdha karma. This is only part of our karma. It's it's just a fraction. It's the body we have now. It's a our subtle body. Is all of it. All of our karma is in our subtle body, millions of births, but just uh, a little bit is now what we see in this body. And so we chant and fry your karma, and then you can understand. Any other question? Yes? Um, I believe
1: uh, We were discussing how when uh, the king rules according to dharma, then all um, necessary resources and yeah. things like that. Um, just if you take it the opposite way, mm. what's happening today, yeah. you find um, climate change, all yeah. kinds of things yeah. to the planet. Materially, we could explain it that it's because of human activity like
0: yeah.
1: you know, dumping, dumping water, yeah. rising CO2 levels. Rising up sea levels, things like that. But spiritually speaking, isn't that uh, mother Earth is withdrawing resources or?
0: Well, uh, oh, that's that's well? part of it. That's part of it. She's mother. Earth. So the question is: uh, is we see so many things, people dumping in the rivers, and and uh, mother Earth is withdrawing. Resources, but the king is responsible for all this dumping. You see, if there was a Krishna conscious king, nobody would dump, nobody would deal, drill for, nobody would do this fracking. And so, this fracking, this drilling, this is giving reactions uh, to the body. Like if you drill in your body, or <laughs> I mean, when you do stuff like that, it's gonna, you're going to get a reaction, take out blood, if you take out blood from your body. Um, so there is a reaction, but at the same time, it's the responsibility of the king that these things are happening. In and, and Yudhisthira's kingdom, there, would be, there was no fracking and no petrol drilling, and, no, and the rivers were clean. 5,000 years ago, we, we hear about the clean rivers. Shukadev says, why, you, you know, just go to the river and take water. Go to the trees and take fruit. There were fruit trees. Uh, now, these things we don't find, you know, uh, fruit trees everywhere. Now the impious trees, probably said so they're planting impious trees that don't get fruits or flowers. <laughs> or maybe the trees have become impious, know. but um, yeah, no, it's the king's duty. There should be no excessive heat, excessive cold, disease. None of these things should be there. No children should die before their parents. And the king is responsible. Okay, you had a question? Yeah. So, is reading a service to Prabhupada, does Prabhupada get Yeah. Yes, he was very... So, is reading a service to Prabhupada, is Prabhupada please? Yes, because he was telling his books distributors that you, you're selling the book, but you're not reading. And what if they ask you, and you say, no, I'm just selling, I don't read these books. So, he said, no, you have to read. Very important. That would please Prabhupada.
1: If someone, uh, just uh, in sync with this question, if someone's consciousness is just that uh, they like Heathen and they just like to do like they, they can't do much service because that, that's just where they are at, and they get criticized
0: for that, but that's just where they are at. They can between them and do a little bit of reading. Yeah, we have to... Do we need to be criticized? Well, we have to be compassionate. Um, When you're an advanced devotee, then you you want to give mercy and encourage the younger devotees and appreciate what they do. In the Varnashram, they would appreciate the positive. Oh, you're chanting, just like you have a naughty child. And you appreciate what he does good, not when you and the problem is the children want to be bad because that 's when you notice them you don 't notice when they're good so we have to we have to um, tell you know appreciate the children when he does something good so that 's the problem with the brahmanas there th- they were thinking oh you're you're this level but we, we we have to i mean the higher the ones who are actually brahmanas have to appreciate those who are not on that level yet, and just to be compassionate, encourage them in what they can do. Prabhupada said even one of the nine, not Prabhupada said, yeah, Prabhupada said, one of the nine processes of devotional service is enough. If you just do hearing perfection and hearing, chanting perfection. That's enough to make to make um, all of the others perfect. You just do one. have got perfection by chanting. Pariksit got perfection by hearing. And so we can also do that too. But we try to do more than one because we need, we need mercy. So it's, I, I mean maybe devotees want to help you by helping you to do, engage more time in, in Krishna service. So you can do different things. Kirtan is only a certain time, but service is forever. <laughs> <laughs> And so they were, maybe you're taking it as criticism, but maybe they're trying to help you actually to progress and spend more more of the 24 hours, because I don't know if you can chant 24 hours.
1: No. Uh, um, <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> yes. Yeah, hearing is
0: is as good as reading. That's also one of the. Nine Processes of Devotional Service, one of the nine ungas is hearing. That's good, you know. You can hear the books also, you know. You can, there is... Do you lectures? lectures You can you can download apps to hear the books also. If you can't read, you get these um, already people reading to you. You should get that. I don't know, you know it, huh? Button machine, some of you might know it. You you know the, the, those things? Um, I really can't read by myself, so every book I read, I need to have audio book for that. And it's all on YouTube as well. Like it's all on YouTube, all the audio books. Like so you just, I mean, that's reading. <laughs> that's the same as reading. I can't read by eye I really see yeah, my yeah, yeah. myself. So, yeah, we have different ways, and now we have modern technology. will help us with any of our senses. Um, to take us the wrong way or the right way. (laughs) Okay, any other questions? What time are we supposed to finish by 8.45? 9.00. 9.00 is okay. 9.00. Okay, last question. You mentioned this point that Krishna has a unique quality that attracts every soul and
1: every soul has a unique service. Right. Could you um,
0: Yeah, this was um, the purport of um, 10.14.7. There's a purport that Sanatana Goswami, when I I read the verse that you may be able to count the snowflakes or the molecules of earth, you cannot count the qualities. In that purport, Sanatana Goswami says that there is a quality for each jiva, each jiva soul, there's a quality of Krishna. Yes, a purport. And the uh, tenth canto. Okay, last, last. Jai, Oglorious to Prabhupada. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna.